Jenna Steber is a journalist, writer, streamer, and all-around phenomenal content creator. Since graduating from the University of Wisconsin-Madison with a master's degree in media and culture, she's currently a video producer at Polygon.com, where she specializes in horror media and video game cultures. You can follow her on Twitter at TheJenna, and join her for video game and art streams at twitch.tv slash the underscore Jenna. Oh. What? Oh, nothing. I thought I heard a sound and then I just got thrust back into the space. It's here. I'm present. I'm focused. It's going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> because, well, because, so here's what's up. I'm David. Uh-huh. And uh, this is my co-host, Megan. Hello. And this is Dress for the Podcast You Want. And one of a few things might be happening right now because digital content gets consumed at different rates, right? So for some people, this could just be the next episode. I was listening to Dress for the Podcast. I just discovered it two weeks ago and I'm eating it like toffee and I, I fucking love eating it and I can't it. get enough of it. And this is just the next episode. For some people, it will have been nine months, 10 months, mm-hmm. however long it's been since we stopped. We just, we just stopped. Well, what do you mean one moment? Who's telling me one moment? Oh, our Apple ear. Oh, are you <laughs> kidding me? Oh my God. God, this is the absolute worst. Oh, no. My AirPod was just telling me that she didn't like all the things I was just saying. Did you hear it too? Yeah, I did. Jenna didn't hear it. I didn't so hear it's it. It's okay. We're still pros here. We're, we're sharing one pair of AirPods right now, so we both heard. <laughs> I forgot to get a Apple headphone square. <laughs> We've, we, I've not done a podcast with another person in the same room for also eight months, so yeah. I didn't even think about needing two pairs of headphones. <laughs> We're all pros here. Me, it's my name is energy. David. Yeah. My co-host, yeah. is, it's not angry at all. <laughs> my, my co-host, whose name is Megan. This is Dress for the Podcast You Want. It is a podcast about success. And with us is potentially the most successful guest oh. that we've had on the podcast it's t- true. today. The- <laughs> oh, wow. With us is Jenna Steber. Yay. Hello. Hello. It's Hi, me. Jenna. It's Jenna. Hi. It's always been Jenna. <laughs> always been here i've been quiet for uh, all of the other episodes but i've always been there <laughs> i've always been the third host i just didn't say anything yet it got increasingly rude that you guys wouldn't introduce me but I'm, yeah I've i just kept here. waiting you know i thought i'd just be polite and sort of wait it out and then after a couple episodes when you never talked to me or addressed me or acknowledged that i was there it just sort of <laughs> became a game to me to sort of see how long i could wait you out <laughs> i wandered away for a couple of episodes made a sandwich but i'm back now <laughs> Hi, Jenna. How are you? Oh, gosh. I'm all right. How are you? How are you two doing? Aggressive, apparently. <laughs> I, think we're in the, I think we're on the same wavelength as you. It, it feels like it's that kind of day. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a rainy yeah. Monday. Rain, rainy. Ooh. Yeah, it's a rainy Monday in the most classic sense. Yeah. 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 And a, and a winter Monday even. So it's like rainy and then yeah. it got dark way early. Let me ask you this. This is a dumb thought, but I can't help but think it. Does it feel like the... <laughs> It's getting darker earlier than years in the uh, like other years. Doesn't it feel like there's yes. just less daylight? Yes, it, that, that, that's exactly it. It feels like it's always dark. That's the real thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, sometimes and and sometimes you can blame that on the job. Sometimes it's you know oh I I left the house while it was dark and then I went to my job that doesn't have great lighting and came out and it was dark and now I'm always home but I also just sort of like forget to look at the sun. Yeah. In our in our. <laughs> apartment all the windows like just look at sides of another building next to us so we don't really have great access to sunlight as it is yeah wow you're so you're in a real crypt huh 
Is he doing it? Is Archie humping his bed? Uh, no, but he's. I think he's eating it. <laughs> he's got a real love-hate relationship with that bed, doesn't God, he? God, it is just rags. There's so much rags. going on here. I love it. Jenna, uh, okay, we got to start at the beginning. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Was there anything else you wanted to say about the sun? <laughs> no, I feel good. I feel good about the discourse okay. we brought. I feel good about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jenna, do you consider yourself a successful person? Ew. Yeah, I think so. That was a good sound. It's kind of an ew. Uh, well, that was such a big question right off the bat. It's the there's so many ways to be successful and a failure, and you can be both. But mm. I I I went with my gut, and that was my gut said overall. If I average everything out, I am successful. That's yes, neat. Gut. What were you yes. averaging? Uh, you know, just like there's just like a lots of areas of one's life to be successful at. Like you know, I feel like I'm a successful baker. I, <gasps> I'm I'm a successful cook. I think you know. Uh, there are other areas where I'm a failure that I'm just not going to talk about. Well, we'll get there. We've got time. <laughs> oh, you'll talk. Oh, about you will tell us. <laughs> what do you like to bake? We didn't have you on like as a baker, but I'm happy to talk about yeah, this too. Like. Uh, I like to bake. I don't know. That's a great question. Uh, these days, it's a lot of comfort baking. So it's a lot of like quick breads and yeah. Stuff that I can just eat three slices of in a day and feel okay about. I knew it was going to happen. Our landlord's here, and you just got to tell him he can't come in. You got to go tell him that this Amazing. isn't a good time. Keep that AirPod in, though. Tell him to come back in an hour because he just he. This is a, this is my secret private time with my good friend Jenna and my wife Megan. <laughs> I can't believe the landlord came. I can't. I I can totally believe it because that's what landlords do. <laughs> Um, oh, and he's in. We got, a, we got a new, we got a fourth guest in the podcast. Well, fifth, really, if you count Archie, yeah, which I, I was absolutely do. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> put the hold, please, music on. Jenna, put the hold, please, music on. Um, that's the good one. That's the one I wanted. Ah. I was ready for you to go, no, that's the thing I'm a failure at, and I don't want to do the music. <laughs> I'm always ready to hum the girl from Infinema. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, you haven't struck upon it yet. There, There is still time to f just like uh, organically through the process of this podcast uncover. When I'm I get there, when, when, when we find it, I want you to just go, whoop. Oops, sorry, I hit the microphone. And hit the microphone. Oops, sorry. How'd we do? Did we pass? Um, I think it's okay. I don't know if he's coming back for another two minutes or if he's coming back in the morning. Cool. I love love that window yeah, yeah. of opportunity there. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> All right. I'm going to wrangle everything back together because, Jenna, like you were saying, I think we in the past of this podcast have a sort of segmented success. Like you said, into there are various kinds of success. I agree. And we have our sort of like three that we put them into, but I don't want to tell you that yet because now I'm curious that you brought it up. Like, what are you? What are, what are your like areas of potential success or failure? Ah, well, if I had to guess, so you told me there were three. If I had to guess what those three no. were, <laughs> how dare you use context clues against me? <laughs> it would be probably like professional, personal, and relationship. If I had to pinpoint like three really broad categories, define for me personal and relationship. I think relationship just covers any of your interactions with other people and personal is sort of like um that moment when you look at yourself in the mirror in the morning and you say yeah i've done it or oh fuck those are those are That's them it. those are exactly them yeah did i nail it 
Yeah. You nailed it. Yeah. Another thing I'm a success at. You're going home with the dress <laughs> for the podcast you want home set. <laughs> it's a board game that's just a mirror that has nice things written on it. <laughs> we'll also send you a radiator and your own landlord. Mm-hmm. You've got those in abundance. <laughs> okay, so how's that professional success? I think pretty solid at the moment. Ooh, I think it's professional. Good. Yeah, professional success is one of those things where you can plateau and still be successful, but it depends on your own ambition. Have you and plateaued? Uh, I feel like I'm at a safe place right now, which is what I think of plateaus as being. That's a um, really good point. Hmm, you yeah. can't, it's hard to fall off a plateau. It's so hard to fall off. You got to really like get get over there towards. I've, I've been I've rediscovered Red Dead Redemption too. Mm-hmm. Um, he <laughs> sure has. I sure <laughs> am. I don't like to, to return to big open world games mm. because then I don't know what the buttons do. <laughs> Or like the quests is like, what the fuck was I even doing? And what the fuck was I doing, right? Was I a good, bad guy? Was (laughs) I a bad, good guy? What was I even doing? What did our friend say? That you love the beginnings of things. I do love the beginning of of games. That's my favorite part. I play the first hundred turns of Civilization VI probably a hundred times in a row. I don't even care. Um, (laughs) That's a thousand turns. But it's not though, right? It's a hundred turns a hundred times. Yeah. I can't. Ten thousand. Yeah. Um, No, you got me. No failure uh, at math. That's the failure. Math failure. Whoop. But plateau, you gotta. As I was saying about Red Dead Redemption Two, please don't ever anyone interrupt me (laughs) about Red Dead Redemption Two. Oh God, sorry. Uh, If you want to walk off a plateau, you gotta you gotta go to the edge, right? You can just stand on a plateau. If you're standing on a mountain, maybe you fall off accidentally. That was the whole metaphor. I'm done now. Hey, uh, I agree with that metaphor. <laughs> on, on account of it was my metaphor, and I appreciate the extrapolation you've done. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Thank I, you. But that's like professionally, you can definitely, it's always possible to get to a point where you're like, okay, I'm successful, and this is, I can just stop here and rest for a while. And, and I feel like that's what I've been doing, but I'm starting to sort of look around and be like, okay, where can where can I climb to next? Is there another plateau I should be climbing towards <laughs> yeah because sometimes when we have people on and they work at specific places we had we had a guest who worked at redacted and i can't talk about how uh, he was a redacted employee but <laughs> i could talk about polygon right it's yeah. like your whole deal is that like people <laughs> you're a personality right people know you and know the work that you do yeah it, that's accurate and fair and weird to hear I was, I was, <laughs> well i'm gonna make it even weirder for you because i was talking about it with megan and we were sort of like talking about, you know, all the things that you do and how much of like what of it you do from from my limited understanding. I'll have you talk about it, like what of it you're doing professionally and what of it you're doing for fun. But like as a video producer at Polygon, essentially you're a content creator. Yeah. Right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I am a YouTuber. It, it is and oftentimes describe myself as such in certain circumstances. How does that I mean? Is that where you thought you'd be? Is that like what was take, take us through a little bit of the path to to, to having a, you know, a fandom Wikipedia. Yeah. God, do I? Oh my God. Oh my God. We are looking at it right now as we talk to you. It's brilliant. You don't know it? You haven't seen it? Oh no, I absolutely haven't. Great. I'll give you some excerpts later, but tell us first about how you got to be such a wildly successful plateau baby. Beautifully described. Um, yeah, no, I, I think absolutely at no point in my life did I think 
that this would be where I ended up, even in my wildest dreams, honestly. Uh, but there was so there was a certain point at the last job I worked. I worked at a university, and I was the instructional technologist, which is a wow. new new weird job that didn't exist probably when we were all in college, but exists now. And their role is basically to know how all software works and to be able to help people use any software they come into contact with. Oh, I would be terrible. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. <laughs> um, and that's okay because I would have helped you. <laughs> Yeah, you can't be good at it because then Jenna wouldn't have had that job. Yeah. Yeah. I can't be in it because I would be taking a job from somebody who could do it. <laughs> yeah, and that would be so rude, Megan. <laughs> that was just so rude of rude to myself, rude to you. She's really bad at this, but she does have the job, so I, I don't know what we can do I don't know about how it. she got there, and she doesn't either. She's really unhappy. <laughs> so basically, my job was just to get good at software. Uh, and I remember hitting a plateau in that job. It was less of a plateau and more of a really, really sexist boss uh, who I just reached a brick wall with being able to deal with emotionally. And so I was that's like, a, that's yeah, a butt. It was that's not, not great. Plateau. That's a butt. Yeah. A big old butt. B-U-T-T-E. <laughs> and so <laughs> I remember telling my coworkers, I think I... I think I want to go into video production. I think I want to do something in video production. And I remember one of my coworkers being like, oh, okay, good luck. <laughs> uh, with just like the, the least amount of support I can imagine, like active, actively doubtful that I could do it, which was so funny now. But it was- it is. You smush it in that friend's or that coworker's face now? <laughs> no, I have never mentioned it to him again. Uh, Easter eggs in each of your videos that are like- <laughs> Suck it, Dylan. I just let my success talk for itself. What, oh, man? Because I'm fucking classy. Oh, no. <laughs> You're gonna have to say that funny, great thing that you said again. Because the AirPod lady in my ear asked if I wanted to see videos about suck it, Dylan, <laughs> and Easter eggs. Weird. Oh no. Your experience of this podcast is much different from my experience of this podcast. <laughs> it's asymmetrical. <laughs> you can see it from this end. <laughs> Um, anyway, what, ha what, what had happened is that they posted a job application for Polygon on the internet and I saw it and I was like, there's no way a hundred billion people are going to apply for this job. There's no, I shouldn't even bother. And then like a week after that, Justin McElroy posted that they had received indeed about a hundred applications and that only Whoa. five of them had actually completed the video a cover letter that you needed to apply for the job. Wow. <laughs> and I I read that and I was like, oh, right, I'm competent. I should apply for this job. <laughs> I have something that so many people don't have. I can do a thing. I can read basic instructions and follow yeah. them. And, and do those things. That's a toughie. Yeah. When was this? How long ago was this? How long have you this been there? This is about... I started... I started at Polygon January three years ago. I applied wow. in like August, three and a half years ago. Nice. Wow. Yeah. And now you're a celebrity. And now I'm, I get, yeah. I net, and now I'm a celebrity, which is awesome. I want to read weird. you the overview of your of your Wikipedia page. <sighs> on the, it's not a Wikipedia page. It's a Polygon Wiki fandom page. Yeah, that's already so much. So yeah, no, lay it on me. I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> Jenna is very powerful in the Polygon office due to the fact that unlike most of her coworkers, she radiates a calmer, though no less chaotic, energy. <laughs> I can vouch for that. I think that's probably so. That fucking rules. 
(laughs) whoever wrote that copy you're the you're the greatest oh yeah you have and you also have some interesting aliases that yeah so i'm a i'm a i'm a i'm a fan (laughs) jason my 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 assistant who was putting together all of these things was asking me if i know any of the people that are coming on the podcast and i was like oh yeah i know i I know all of them Mm -hmm. and i'm a fan of all of them <laughs> and because i know jenna because i met simone who's right. also been on the podcast who also works at polygon because i'm a very good drunk actor at oh. the drunk shakespeare show oh that's right that's how yeah. i met simone that's right i've heard that that's how, was, how that happened i was drunk and i saw her in the audience and i was like i know you from somewhere i don't know was where. it your was it your drunk evening Were i you... was yep okay i was yep. the drunk one mm-hmm. on purpose i was getting paid professionally yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For anybody who's listening who hasn't gotten a chance to go to Drunk Shakespeare, once things reopen, I highly, highly recommend it. It is an amazing way to spend an <laughs> evening. It's going to be even greater considering I've been practicing my drinking and not practicing my lines. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> um, and so when I met Simone and we put the, we put the dots together, because a lot of the, you know, I think at that point, like I knew about Polygon. I obviously knew about the McElroys, but I probably knew Simone most from like hearing her voice rather mm-hmm. than watching videos. I, I obviously had seen a couple because I knew her, but then through Simone, I met Jenna. Yeah. And Jenna, you've got some aliases on. Oh yeah, that was all to say, I, yeah. I am familiar with Jenna's work, but not familiar enough to know if see, the the aliases on here are the Jenna. That one's, yeah, that uh, one's correct, yeah. That's one. Um, Jenna Pussy Steber. Pussies in quotes. I don't know where where that comes from. (laughs) That's not a reference to something. That's not. Not that I know of. A chosen nom de plume. It's definitely not a chosen nom de plume. For sure, nah. <laughs> it's not hyphenated. It's in quotes. It's in quotes. Um, and then, and then, stroke master Jenna. Uh, that feels right. <laughs> I'm, I'm willing, and I'm willing to bet. Just knowing fandoms in that general, right. I bet that all three of these are ones that, at some point in time, you were like, "Heck yeah!" In yeah. you know, a stream or a video or something, and someone went, "Jenna likes being called stroke master. Put it down." <laughs> Almost certainly those are things I have said even about myself and then immediately forgot that I said. (laughs) There's no uh, citation or anything? No, there's no sources on those. Um, There's something strange about the fact that you... Uh, you weren't born you just sort of like appeared one day like that's a big thing that comes up in your biographical information section um, uh, yeah that's a joke I've made a lot yeah so that okay, tracks right, place that of tracks. birth the center of the universe yep. date of death never yeah I, mean, I am yet, immortal so. so that's just yeah oh it, yeah. it does say that it does say that yeah that's the <laughs> thing about being immortal is that nobody will be able to prove you wrong until you die so <laughs> so Dre's so, still out on that one. Yep. Yeah. And 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 does it? How does it? How does it feel? Do you get? <laughs> do you get recognized? Like I recognize Simone. Do people go, "I know you and you're Jenna," or do people go, "I know you," or do people not recognize you? All all of that. I I frequently get. I don't. I know you from somewhere. Uh, and I'll say no. <laughs> depending on my mood no normally i'll say yeah i'm on the internet with polygon or something but more more often i more often than that i do get just people who out outright recognize me which is always an absolute delight especially if i'm with people and uh you can be like wow you're famous if i'm with somebody 100 please do that because that makes me look absolutely baller i'll just i'll just do it i'll just do it i'll just scream oh my god it's jenna's on the street if you want i'm I got no scruples. 
the counter side of that is that I, I sometimes you get undercut so amazingly. I was at, I think it was NY, uh, New York Comic Con a couple years back and somebody recognized me on the street as I was crossing the street and they were like, Jenna! And I was like, hey! And as I was walking away, I heard their friend turn to them and say, who's that? And and their friend went, that's Jenna from Polygon. And the other person just made the sound like, oh. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> like was just like so underwhelmed. <laughs> Apparently they didn't like your game of the year pick or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was the perfect amount of like they knew who I was. They just so didn't care. And they were so disappointed that I wasn't somebody famous that they cared about. Oh <laughs> it was awesome. And sort of when did that like t- talk to me a little bit about the progression of that right you oh shut up ear lady i hate you you're my nemesis i'm gonna put an easter egg in this episode that says suck an egg ear lady i thought you were just gonna say suck suck just if you listen to every 15th letter of this podcast it says suck um did it did the sort of like quit right because so what comes with this is you're you're an internet personality. You've got social media following. You've got uh, engagement on professional channels and on personal channels, right? Because you, you, the the Twitch stuff, right? You do some streaming with Polygon, but you also do some that's just like it's me on my own, having fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, did that sort of happen all at once or gradually, or what was the sort of like? Was there an adjustment period for you of being like, wow, people tweet at me? <laughs> <laughs> Um, the Twitter less so, uh, just because it's like people tweet and you see it and you engage or you don't, but it's a very like hands off sort of situation. Like if I, if I am, if I'm depressed or if I'm just not able to deal with people, I can just not engage with Twitter. Uh, but the real life interactions are the ones that really, really threw me for a loop. Um, but it did. Yeah. Yeah. Just because it's like, how to describe this? People were very excited to see me and I was excited that they were excited to see me, but I didn't know what I could do to them to make this a satisfying experience, weirdly. Mm. Um, Because I don't, in my mind, just seeing me or meeting me or getting your picture taken with me has got to be an underwhelming experience. (laughs) 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 So, so like the first couple times it happened, I was like, I don't, I, I want you to have a good experience meeting somebody that you think is famous, i.e. me, but I don't entirely know how to do that. And so, like, I think one of the big, the big first times that this came up was the first year I went back to Emerald City Comic Con in Seattle, which I go to every year. Uh, not this year, it was canceled, but most years. <laughs> uh, and there's just an overlap, a lot of overlap between people who go to ECCC and uh, who are Polygon fans. And so, even though I hit ECCC, it's one more C than you think it has to have. <laughs> but it 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 was just this weird experience where like I had just started at Polygon. This was my first time meeting fans, and people were like people wanted to give me things like art or comics or things, and I was like, I don't. I I was like. This is delightful, but I I don't want you like this is your work. I don't want you to give me your work for free. But it took me a, a long time to realize that they 
are perceiving that they are receiving these YouTube videos for no cost. And, yeah. and in a way that's true because they're not outright paying. They're they're consuming ads probably. And so the cost is invisible to them. Um, but it was just this thing where it's like they wanted to what do what they perceived as, as reciprocity. And to my mind, it was just like, this is so generous that you want to give me this like free art that's beautiful. I don't know how to deal with this. <laughs> um, and yeah. the only way to deal with it is to have grace and accept it. But also... Also, just everybody know I'm willing to pay for your art. Thank you. I want free art. So if anybody, if, <laughs> if the line's too long for Jenna, come give me art. I'm not going to be at the Comic-Con. I'll just be at my home. But you We can just, just have like Jenna art in our apartment. Yeah. <laughs> Look at all these lovely drawings of, of Jenna. The fan art is the coolest. That's the This thing. one's Jenna fighting a train. And this one's Jenna <laughs> on Jupiter. And this one's Jenna eating 12 mangoes. I'm sure that oh. means something. These are all just um, me and Final Fantasy games. Fair enough. <laughs> um, I think this is as fine a segue as any into how, I don't know. Usually we talk about, I think if I remember this podcast, we talk about <laughs> professional. And then we talk about the... Uh, sort of like person to person and then we talk about interpersonal inter my Ooh. me person mm -hmm. but i want to talk about you how's how's jenna's relationship to jenna um pretty solid right now it's been real touch and go throughout the quarantine sure <laughs> uh I mean, that's that's just what it is. It's been a lot more. I've been uh, having to be a lot more proactive about like being mindful about where I'm at from moment to moment. And like, did we catch you on a good day? A good oh, week, yeah. A I'm at a great day. No, I'm having okay. a fucking great day because I've been in the process of moving the last couple of weeks and I'm like, <gasps> oh, wow. So close to finishing. I'm like fucking cloud nine. Yeah. This is a good day. Yay. I'm sad though you're <laughs> moving further away from me, but that's fine. I am moving like a lot further away from you, but closer to my partner. So that's that's, that's fine because we're also <laughs> moving. So we're yeah, moving that's further right. away from you. Guys, you. Yeah, you guys are moving much, much further from me than I am moving from you. So <laughs> I mean, has hmm, what's the question I really mean to ask? Oh. I, I I guess it is how has this Okay, let me ask this. So so my my assumption is all of this sort of like uh, making your profile public, essentially, um, becoming a sort of like public facing figure mm -hmm. content creator came with Polygon. Was that something you would dip toes into before? Or it sounds like your, your work was pretty localized. Oh, yeah. I, I yeah, absolutely. The I mean, like I'd done like streaming prior to it streaming horror games, but that was more about uh, me and doing research into horror games while I was a grad mm. student than it was about like capturing an audience or anything. Uh, so how how did becoming a, a you know internet celeb how did that sort of change your relationship to yourself did you have a, a, mm. a growth period with that if you, if you think about it like in some ways i'm sure three years you know with one company and getting su success from it seems like a long time to be with something and yet three years seems like nothing, nothing. in order to adjust to something like that yeah ah, yeah that's very well put megan i i think i think there's a an earlier version of myself that if I were acquainted with the kind of uh, internet celebrity that I have now would not have been able to deal with it <laughs> in, in any sort of sense or would have found it to be very um, stressful 
but I'm not that person. I am the person that I am now in the modern times. And so I, I think I have developed the sort of mental and emotional tools to engage with with uh, minor internet fame in a way that I don't think necessarily everybody who gets internet famous does. Um, but I think that set me up for success is just sort of like knowing that people are watching the things that I'm doing. And so I need to be responsible with that kind of power. Do you know what I mean? Mm, sure. Yeah. I think that's the thing that is most stressful now, even is that it, knowing that a hundred thousand people will watch a video that I drop is amazing. But I I want to be a respectful steward of that influence and mm -hmm. and trying to think more actively. I mean, this is the sort of thing like I. I having gone through grad school and, and having come out the other side, I had a good idea of what I think was wrong with the world and what can be improved about it. <laughs> and that's, that's a big task, um, but also a good idea of what areas I could influence. And prior to this, that area was very small. And now it's a lot bigger, but that doesn't fundamentally change the things that I see as wrong with the world. Can we fix it with video games? I mean, not I yes, hope but the answer not is no. yes. Oh, oh no. Uh, we can't fix it with just video games, but video That's games, uh, like any media, have influence. Uh, and video games, much like YouTube videos, have have their reach. And so they are an avenue of power. And that's wild. It's wild to think that I've been given power. And I, I can only hope that I will be um, a good, <laughs> respectful purveyor of it. <laughs> you got to wield that YouTube sword respectfully. Yeah, because there, there are definitely, you know, YouTubers that don't conscientiously, I think, think. Yeah. Or, or garner that kind of understanding of the power that they have and like how they infiltrate in somebody's like background noise when they're either sitting and watching actively or if they're if they're just like cooking with that person in the background or you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah you I gotta know be exactly. somebody that someone wants to invite into their home. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I think that's the thing is like we've got a whole, there's a whole whole field of YouTubers who got famous very young mm -hmm. and, and for whom their whole job and their whole like way of existing is to capture audiences and that that takes priority over other things that might might to my mind be more valuable and more important but you know i've, I've got the flexibility of being with polygon so it's like if, if yeah. i <laughs> like i've got i've got some shielding i don't have to make a million views with every video in order to make rent sure and and in that sense and in this sort of like i, I love the idea of of a plateau being comforting. I've, I've sort of never heard that or thought that or felt that before. But like, is are there next steps? Are there are there like what like what's what's next for Jenna Steve? <laughs> Um, David, what a great question! Thank you for asking. Um, I don't <laughs> fucking know. Oh. <laughs> just, I don't um, know. I don't fucking know. And I don't yeah. fucking know with a, with a with a very apparent question mark. There. Yeah, that was a great <laughs> answer. That's good. Yeah, I mean, it, that's the thing is like. Uh, the way that I ended up at Polygon, the way that I ended up at grad school, the way that I've uh, sort of done most things in life is just being open to opportunities and seeing seeing opportunities and chase them down, lion like a gazelle like. Mm -hmm. uh, and I mean, I think that's 
that's especially weird now because the opportunities are broad, but you have to run a lot harder to get them, I think, in the field that I'm in. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know. It's I'm streaming more. And that's sort of part of my my reaching out to see, like, where where can I go next from here? And like, I love working at Polygon and I love doing video essays. So I I hope to continue doing that for a while. But I also want to sort of be spending more of my free time like doing creative work and doing doing more i mean i love video essays but i want to do more like creative writing work basically is, is where i'm looking at now hmm. jenna likes scary stuff scary stuff she likes mm-hmm. oh that's well that's right like when you when you guys hang out in normal times like you usually we say we're, we're gonna go play scary, scary game. games and jenna <laughs> likes scary movies that was part of your that's part of one of your degrees right is like yeah my master's degree yeah technology yeah it's Ooh. in um s- spookism and the the scary <laughs> thoughts that haunt us at night is my it's in, title. yeah it's in under the bed uh gremlins and yeah, closet gremlins, monsters gremlins and uh, outside body skeletons um <laughs> How did why uh, talk to? Are you gonna make a scary game? Jenna, will you just make a scary game? Um, the answer is not no. <laughs> the answer to most of your questions have been yeah. I am. I'm actually. So I've never really thought about making a video game. It's they're a medium I'm really interested in, but have not really uh, thought much about actually making. But I am starting to like peek into what what is involved in that. Uh, I want to make a video game, and I want to make one that would be everyone would fucking hate it because (laughs) (laughs) I want it to be really realistic. I want it to be like if you, I want it to be, I want it to be a video game the way I play Dungeons and Dragons, where if you meet somebody and you don't learn their name, and then later someone's like, "Have you seen my husband, Grinaldo?" and you're like. (laughs) I don't know because I didn't ask if maybe that man who was trapped in a bear trap, maybe his name was Grinaldo, but <laughs> I don't I don't know. That's the game I want to make. Wow. Okay. Is that the whole scope of what you have imagined That's for not this game? The g- <laughs> <laughs> That's the game. Now explain that to a designer. <laughs> it's called it's called I mean it's called Mind Your Manners. Mind your manners. <laughs> I mean, and you he's... walk into town and you're like, I'm an adventurer. And they're like, <laughs> okay, well, there's a queue. So you need to wait if you want your mead. Excuse me, you cut the line. You need to get them back you in the line. Before you start <laughs> I mean, you joke, but I feel like there. I would I would play a one shot game where it's just like, this is a memory game. Do you guys remember playing like like memory games where you get like a magazine and it'd be like, here's like, I, like fucking I Spy or is that kind of yeah. thing? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that as a video game is like a good idea for a video game. <laughs> <laughs> Once. Once, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Wait, not you... just 60 hour open world experience. It's you're like, all right, that was good. Get out of here, you dang game. I'm going to put Red yeah. Dead back on. <laughs> not every game can be Red Game and not every game should be Red, red Dead. <laughs> I think I called it red game. It's true. Not every game should be red game. Um, some game must be blue game. <laughs> <laughs> or you would get them all confused. You would have them on your shelf and say, Oh, my game are red. <laughs> I've lost the plot a little bit. Tell us about your success in terms of your relationship to other people. You got a you got a significant person in your life. Mm-hmm. I do. How's that going? Uh, really good. I gosh, I hope they don't mind me saying their name is Zach, and they're wonderful. Uh, and that's been just a, a real high point in, uh, especially the quarantine, but also just in my life since I've met them uh, a year 
year and a half ago. If I know Zach, which vaguely I do, they mm-hmm. won't rem- they won't mind you saying their name, but they will like <laughs> so, like sort of blush just a little bit. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. If if they yeah, they will probably listen to this because they're incredibly supportive. Gosh, they're just a sweetheart. It, okay. Hi Zach. <laughs> I <laughs> you. Wish we could play the boogie games together. Yeah, we need to. We need to schedule the second that. half of. Uh, Did you finish Little it? Hope. I haven't yet because I've been waiting for I us guess. to finish it as a group. <laughs> See, that's the kind of game, right? I think Little Hope could have so much. I think. I think it's that I want games to be able to let you fail, right? Mm. I'm so semi-tangentially not to make this podcast about me but it is about me we i've been writing for a theater group that's doing like choose your own adventure theater and the audience watches on zoom and then like makes decisions on their phone and it's sort of like you know do you want to go this way or this way or do you want to like you gotta solve this puzzle and if enough people get it right then you then you win and i really want to bake in more failures than most people do like (laughs) like at the end of the one we're writing right now there's a hopefully we haven't finished writing it but there's like a a big you give a big speech about the main character and you get to decide if this is a time where you like you know really lay into that person or you you know lie to make them feel better um and you get to like pick which of the options you do sort of like four times in a row and Mm. i want to make one of those options in each one silence and i really hope an audience comes and just picks (laughs) silence every time so that at the end of this like hour-long play there's just two minutes of (laughs) anticlimactic silence. just the main character staring into the camera and that's where that's where i go with video games i think you should be allowed to make that art david thanks <laughs> yeah it's funny you say that because i did i i pitched a video for polygon that i'm probably not going to end up doing because it wasn't very interesting where i <laughs> I did. I played through basically up to where we quit on Little Hope, um, only choosing silence and never (sighs) failing at every task and never picking anything up and never doing anything. Um, Just because I was curious, like, what kind of fail states does this game have? And the answer, sadly, was very few. It just sort of keeps the game just sort of keeps going with very little changes, even if you do not engage. And that was really sad to me. I wanted I really wanted it to be like, oh, you don't want to play? Fine. Fuck you. You don't play. I don't have any skin in the game. I would watch the shit out of a series called <laughs> Fail States where you go through games that like, you know, do have those options and like <laughs> let you do it. I would I would watch the shit out of that. Um I just wish uh, but like you're saying, I just wish more games would be like, well, you fucked up and that's just it. <laughs> bad (laughs) older games used to right you could soft lock a lot of other games if you went like i'm gonna be a shit (laughs) but they don't let you do it no more games hold your hand a little bit these days yeah i just didn't expect the horror game little hope to hold my hand as much (laughs) (laughs) megan how would you like to introduce failure into your life Mm. Hmm. Mm. i do that every day Mm. (laughs) on accident but how would you like to do it on purpose Mm, on purpose i really should um play more video games in general i'm usually like a very good observer of them Mm. only because i think i am so afraid of failure you know or or i'm afraid that (laughs) 
I was I was very good at watching my brother play when we were little, and um, sometimes when he would get so frustrated with a game, like he'd like punch the screen almost, and I'm ah! afraid that 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 would be me as well. So I don't know. I, that wouldn't make me a very good streamer. Well, let's let's <laughs> talk about the one time Megan and I played video games together very early in our relationship, maybe three Ooh. or four times. I'm you know I'm sort of like rediscovering video games in my adulthood. Going, you know, I wasn't allowed to play a lot as a kid, but now that I'm an adult, I can do what I want. So I've you know I've got this Xbox and I've got this Street Fighter maybe four and, and, I, and I did grow up playing Street Fighter two with my brother I did awesome I was I was a bit I was a big Chung Lee girl and she goes I, yeah. I played Chung Lee yeah. I can do that and I go <laughs> oh, sure. great let's, hey hey my new girlfriend let's play a little let's play a little uh, uh, Street Fighter let's see how it goes I'm not great at fighting games five games in a row she fucking <laughs> wallops me some I can't get a hit in well in this version of the game they made it so that she's got these long long Her Beyonce legs, legs. like no Beyonce thighs like so that long. could kill a man and like there was no way he could reach me when I just reached my leg out I didn't do it out of skill I was just doing it out of pressing random buttons I mean I mean don't say that it can be skill <laughs> and random <laughs> And I simultaneously decided, all right, this relationship shall last and I do not need to play Street Fighter with you ever again. <laughs> ever again. <laughs> well, I mean, talking about relationships, I cannot tell you the number of times I've had first or second dates uh, at arcades that end with oh. me having beaten them in every game and then never hearing from them again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Um, but that's just how it's got to be. I'm not going to pretend to lose a game just to no, impress no. somebody. That's of just course. how it's got to be. I did. I mean, I have done that as well. I have. I have. I. I ruined a, a relationship uh, that was relatively casual at the time, but over Mario Party, where I just like <laughs> wouldn't oh, no. wouldn't lose, and was like, sorry, I don't know about this one. It was a time. <laughs> it was a time. We'll tell you about it later. Amazing. Um, well, what that that is to say, Megan, much respect for not flinching from beating David's ass down. <laughs> I'd do it again in a I, heartbeat. I think I was also a little afraid that I'd be like, oh, well, she she doesn't play video games. No, <laughs> I, want, I wanted him to know that I could be fun. <laughs> <laughs> you can be fun, and you can beat his ass. That's the perfect girlfriend. That's perfect. Um, I wanna the I wanna prepare you for the last question, which is I'm gonna ask about your advice on success because that mm -hmm. is what this podcast is about. But before I ask about your success advice, um, let's plug a Jenna. Yeah, <laughs> gross. Yeah, let's do it. This, well, welcome to this portion of the podcast. Plug a Jenna. Um, <laughs> Tell us where we can find you and follow you and do all that good internet celebrity stuff. So I am on Twitter as The Jenna. That's just it. It's just The Jenna. Love uh, it. But I'm, Love it. I'm on the Twitch at the underscore Jenna because somebody oh. already had the other username. Oh. Um, but I, I stream art. I stream games. Uh, and you can usually find my outpost early in the morning if I'm going to stream in the night. So you should really follow both. You do. I keep, I keep missing the art ones, but I'm really glad that you also post what you create in those blender <laughs> sessions because they are pretty choice um I'm gonna choice is such a there. sweet word for what they are thank you david choice. you're welcome <laughs> i caught a little of carrion the other day Anyways, that's a great that's a fun game to watch it's a great it's game a, to play it's a big woobly uh meatball monster with mouths and tentacles that, oh love it yeah it's great, it's great. <laughs> um Sounds a little bit like Archie when you describe him. Hey. <laughs> what's your success? Or what's your... Oh, my God. I fucked it. <laughs> Fuck the podcast. I ruined the whole thing. It's like I took the cake out of the oven and just put mustard on top of it. <laughs> <laughs>
What's your advice for being successful? My advice is to learn as many skills as you can, uh, Mm because knowledge is going to get you far, but being able to say you have specific skills in specific software is the thing that has made the most difference in my life. Uh, but having having specific skills that you can point to and be like, here is a product I made with this skill is going to be your most important thing. And, and also just mm. in general, you know, I think you've got to chase opportunities. I think you've got to, you've got to reach for things that you think are out of your grasp because otherwise you'll never grow. Mm. Uh, I think that's the key. Like if I could pound one thing into people's minds, it's that if you think you're not qualified for a job, that's not up to you. You should apply for that job mm. and let the people who are deciding who to hire figure out if you're qualified or not. It's not up to you to decide whether you're qualified. Just just apply. Just apply for everything. Just put your mm. energy out there and, and see what you can get back from the world. Awesome. That's it. I love that. Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for having me. This was a delight. This was yeah. a delight. I, I, I've missed. Megan, I've missed this. What being next to me? Getting to talk to you. Talking. We we we've been quarantined together for eight months, and I feel like we never <laughs> see each other. <laughs> I'm playing Red Dead, and you're watching doing God knows what. Watching practicing Korean Street Fighter. Watching, watching my my Ooh. Korean K dramas. Wait, Megan, what are you watching? No, no, we can't. We can't stop the podcast, Megan. You have to tell me what you're watching. <laughs> Actually, the one that I'm watching is is not Korean. It's Chinese, but it, it the translation is head to heart. It's on Netflix. It's fantastic. I've just and finished like, watching Mystic Pop Up, and it's the best. Oh, I have to watch that. I've heard so I've heard bad. that title. Oh. Um, what K dramas are you watching, David? I'm watching. <laughs> first of all, I want to point out that I was not being incidentally racist about whether or not it was a Korean or Chinese uh, soap opera. Megan has watched lots of Korean soap I operas have. in the past. Bad Love There's is a, a great ton one on Netflix. Yes. Netflix has an amazing yes. supply. Yeah. Second of all, I want to say I just love podcasts and I love video games and I love oh. horror stuff and I just I don't. I wish. And I just freaking love you for it. I just, Aww. you love me for it? Yeah. That was really sweet. Yeah. Um, and then the third thing I want to say is. As Archie snores in the I background. I can hear Archie snoring in the background. <laughs> that makes me really happy. Um, thank you everyone for listening. I'll probably do some sort of like outro thing with all the places you can follow the uh, dress for the podcast. But like I said, it's been a hot minute since we've been doing this. So maybe this one will just be a low impact one. Um, but Jenna, thank you so much for being with us today. Yes. Thank you. Thank you guys. Um, Megan, thank you for being my co-host. Of course and I'm, I'm here you know <laughs> <laughs> where am i gonna go where am i gonna go and i'm david this has been dress for the podcast you want i can't remember whether or not we had a tag <laughs> <laughs>